Here's everything you need to know for this Aloha Wednesday. It's KHON to go. morning and happy Wednesday. We're continuing to see some pretty nice conditions out there, but another warm day ahead of us because our trade wind's still not back just yet. Now, the trade wind flow, though, on the horizon. Good news is by later tonight, we're going to finally see the return of our trade wind weather pattern. But for today, it's going to look a lot like what we've seen the last couple of days. And in our live Zephyr cam, you can see at well, this particular angle, we actually have really nice high clouds still over the state. We had a lot of those yesterday, but most of those have cleared out. But here on Oahu, we're still seeing a few of those, which you can see in the distance. So partly sunny skies for many of us. We're waking up to partly to mostly sunny skies out there. And as the day progresses, we're going to be dealing with the land breeze, sea breeze pattern dominating. So the reason this is happening, there's an approaching cold front, and that's really our next weather maker. It's weak and dissipating and really not going to be influencing our weather too much in terms of rainfall, although it does look like some of that moisture could reach Kauai as it's breaking up near Kauai County in the forecast models by later today. So Kauai County, I would expect a bit more cloud cover and rainfall than the rest of the state for today. But again, it's very weak. And as that dissipates, we're going to be seeing the return of our trade wind flow. That high pressure system that's to the northwest of the state is then going to be taking over. And good news is, our trade wind flow then going to dominate through the rest of the forecast period. But for today, anticipate sea breezes in the afternoon, which will lead to showers. Most of us looking at about a 30% chance of rain. But once those winds are back, they'll be here for the long haul. Surfers, as you know, though, the earlier the better when we have these onshore winds expected later in the day. Let's talk more about our surf right now. At Surf News Network's Gary Keeley, who has all you need to know. Good morning, GQ. Hey, good morning, Kelly. Good to see you. Well, the North Shore is up a west-northwest swell. It's two to three with occasional slightly bigger just overhead waves. Just beautiful texture. Light trade winds. Makaha's one to two with some bigger sets. Chest high. Southern Shores, one to two. Maybe even some plus sets here and there. Not everywhere. Diamond had even seen a couple three-footers. That's pulling in some of this west wrap. And out there at Sandy Beach in Makapu'u, oh, well, Sandy's is one to two and Makapu'u flat to one. I just want to say two really bad, but it's not. And we're looking at light winds today, but tomorrow trades. No warnings for Mariners. An extreme low tide at 1030, huge high tide at 530, still feeling the recent full moon. Sunset 655. Hawaii records its first COVID-related death of a child. Officials say the boy who traveled from the mainland with his fully vaccinated parents was under the age of 10 and had underlying health conditions. Today, there have been 479 COVID deaths in the state. The health department also announced 54 new cases yesterday, 37 of which were on Oahu. Senate Majority Leader Jay Kalani English is retiring at the end of this week so he can focus on his health. He was diagnosed with COVID-19 in November, and while his symptoms were mild, the senator says he's dealing with long-term effects like brain fog, fatigue, and memory issues. And power problems continue at Lanai High and Elementary School because of the issues. Students will be distance learning for the rest of the week. The DOE is working to restore power. 
Hawaii officials say changes will likely be coming soon to the state's mask mandate. This comes after the CDC announced new relaxed guidelines for mask wearing. Lieutenant Governor and the state's COVID-19 liaison, Dr. Josh Green, joins us now with that and much more. Good morning to you, Lieutenant Governor. Thanks again for joining us. A lot to talk about this morning. Let's start with the mask rules. Now, what will it take for Hawaii to follow the CDC's new guidelines on mask wearing and how quickly could that happen? Are we talking days, weeks? Should just be days. The, uh, the attorney general uh, briefed us to a degree about how we could do that. She didn't suggest we had to have any significant changes in the emergency proclamation. We've tended to simply go with what the CDC recommends uh, with very small uh, variants. So I think that we will go there and I think that we'll get a, a declaration of using those rules from the Department of Health extremely soon. Uh, suffice it to say, that is the right advice, that if you're outdoors and you're vaccinated, you're really no threat uh, to yourself or others. Now, as far as the cases go, what can you tell us about the state's first virus-related death of a child? And what do you tell parents who are hearing about this and are more concerned? Is there anything more parents can do to protect their keiki? Well, the things that we can do is obviously protect ourselves from catching COVID and wearing masks and becoming vaccinated. Almost all children uh, are fine, except when they have severe underlying conditions. If a child has underlying pulmonary conditions, often from something like cystic fibrosis or another disease that compromises lung capacity, that's when they're at the greatest risk. And my expectation is that's what happened here in this case. I, I don't talk about people's specific health problems, especially when it's been a tragic loss of life, but that's what we have to watch out for. Only the most vulnerable, vulnerable children, those with an immune disorder or lung problems, would tend to succumb to COVID. Now, Hawaii will begin administering the Johnson & Johnson vaccine again beginning tomorrow. Have you heard about the amount of people who might be signing up for that? I think it's going to surprise people, and we will have a pretty robust sign-up. It's just so much easier than the two-shot regimen. That was the, the selling point always for Johnson & Johnson, mostly people at lower risk, younger people, which is where we are now uh, for our vaccine program have very little risk. And in the end, the CDC and the FDA decided that the benefits vastly outweighed the risks. The risks are terrible for anything that could take a life, but it's extraordinarily rare. And the clots that occurred, which were just six out of seven million or so people, were so rare that it, it really would be a mistake to not use that. Now, we will have a caveat on the, on the vaccine, the Johnson Johnson vaccine, that people should be aware if they are under age 50 or women and have had clotting problems, they should talk to their physician. But even then, it's likely very safe. Any update as far as travelers who are fully vaccinated not having to test? Are things going smoothly for the inter-island travel beginning in about two weeks? And any word on out-of-state travel? Well, you know, with the Green Eagle administration, it always goes so smoothly. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there will be moments. It'll be bumpy. We're going to get it done for the uh, 11th of May. And I would just hope that uh, people are patient. They've been great. I think we'll be fine on May 11th. Have your cards ready. And then we are working really hard to make sure we have some verifying partners. I spoke yesterday with IBM and a couple other great companies that could very conceivably help us along. These are the very same IBM people that worked uh, on a national level with New York. So we'll get there. Uh, but right now we're seeing a big uptick in our travel numbers anyway. People are, I guess, acclimated to our travel system. And then, of course, mask wearing has kept our counts down and our vaccination went up again another 11,400. So 
just everybody, if they keep getting vaccinated, all of these things will be a moot point and we'll be back to normal. And like what you said, we'll get there. Simply stated. Thank you so much, Lieutenant Governor Josh Green, for joining us. Struggling restaurants and bars in Hawaii can soon apply for federal grants. Online registration begins this Friday. For details, head to k22.com. Honolulu police are still looking for Stephen Manning. He's wanted for failing to comply with the terms of drug court. If you see him, call Crime Stoppers. And Saturday is May Day or Lay Day here in Hawaii, and the city is asking everyone to make their own lay to display in their home. This is part of an attempt to set a new world record. Another Hawaii resident has filed a lawsuit against United Airlines. This now makes six people who have sued the carrier claiming severe trauma following a fiery flight from Denver to Hawaii back in February. Now, the lawsuit seeks compensation, but did not mention a dollar figure. United Flight 328 was en route to Honolulu when the right engine burst into flames shortly after takeoff. Parts of the plane also came crashing down onto Denver neighborhoods. Good morning, Christine Ross. Well, we all know who is watching Wake Up Today, and that's Sea Engineering, because they just pulled up to the scene right here to continue the work that's already happening here at the Kailua boat ramp. And as of right now, this emergency repair project is a little less than $100,000, and it could take up to two weeks, or depending on the weather conditions or what gets done today and tomorrow, it actually could be done by the end of the week. Now, as of right now, a portion of the parking lot on the Lanikai side of the beach park will be closed during this project. But take a look at what we're seeing right here. See that? See all these several holes right here at the boat ramp? This has really built up over time. And especially this one in the corner right here, it's really big. And that's something that the crews are going to be working on for the next few days. But we actually did speak with the director of Parks and Rec. Her name is Laura Thielen. And she gives us more details about the different boat ramps around the island and how this one is going to be used moving forward. Take a listen. Like Hawaii Kai, Kailua Beach Park is a uh, recreational only park. The city had passed an ordinance a while ago that it's not suitable for commercial use. And so that, that entry point where the boat ramp is located is in a very narrow road area. It's really not appropriate for the large boats. Those folks are still going to have to go to Heia or Hawaii Kai to use the boat ramp. But this will be opening a, um, a ocean access to a lot of our recreational boaters. Again, Director of Department of Parks and Rec, Laura Thielen, just giving us some details about this specific boat ramp over here in the Kailua area. Like we've been mentioning, you know, it's really been built up over time, all the damages that this boat ramp has been taken. So it's great that this is going to be repaired, hopefully within the next two weeks. But we'll give you another live look in the next half hour. But if you want some more information or details on what's going on over here in Kailua, head over to our website at kh12.com. You can read the latest there. And that was your morning news. Make sure to tune in right back here tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. It's everything you need to know with KHON to go.